0: Are you ready? I'm ready. Then count us off.
1: Three, two...
0: Welcome, one and all, to an all-new Dare to Be Better.
1: With Ray and Sid.
0: How are you doing today?
1: I'm excellent.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again. We hope to bring you a fantastic show. Now, some of these shows, were are shiny and happy. <laughs> some of these shows, we get a little more serious. Mm-hmm. We try to you know, look through the email and we try to be fair and judicious about these things. We have a lot of feedback on the powers, the struggles of addiction. Mm. So we thought, you know what? There's a lot of email, a lot of people who, for some reason, I guess they want to know our take on this. We're not addicts as (coughs) in the traditional clinical sense. I suppose we're not addicted to alcoholic substances, um, Drugs, Mm. um, neither pharmaceuticals nor um, what are the other ones called? You know, like cocaine and that. Can't think of the word. And
1: we're not narcotics. Yeah, we're not. And we're not AA.
0: No, we're not an AA. Mm -mm. Not in any programs, but we have dealt with people in our lives who have been users, Mm -hmm. uh, addicts, and I think it's really touched everybody. So it is a subject where we can all relate mm-hmm. kind of like knowing somebody with cancer mm-hmm. or you know something similar um i've been very very lucky in my life where i think i probably have it in my bloodline i think we all might have somebody in our bloodline that was addicted to something which overtook their lives mm-hmm. and uh, it becomes a serious demon and it's a real literally a killer in a lot of cases So again, we're not doctors, we're not professionals. You ask for our two cents, we can give you our two cents. But please, if anybody out there is experiencing problems with drugs or alcohol or anything, you know, within that degree of seriousness, see a professional. Mm -hmm. Seek out professional help, medical help, you know, psychiatric help, whatever you need. Right. So, um, I'm sure you've come across people in your life who have been addicted to whatever substance?
1: Mm-hmm. So, I this is how I became the type of choreographer that I became. So, um, I be- was doing all this choreography out in L.A., and I had this realization that majority of individuals that I'm working with was working with uh, had some sort of an addiction, whether to a drug, to alcohol, to whatever. So I always try to do things to better people's lives, not just do things to do things. So I was gigging with A-listers, had A-list projects and labels, and the deal became this. You want to work with me and you want to gig in my project or whatever that is? Absolutely. But if you walk in this door, the job is you are committing to becoming a better person you're committing to organizing your life, and you're committing to taking responsibility for where you are. And that means if you're an addict, you are in AA. If you're having those type of issues, you're seeking out help. Now, one of the most brilliant things, I've worked with addicts for decades, probably a good 20 years, worked with strictly addicts. And because I found my niche in choreography, and it is These people, people in general, they make a change because they want something. Right. So I figured that out. So these, I call them kids, right, because they thought I was much younger than I was because I can look young. Right. But really, I wasn't as young as them. So once they found out my age, they would have respect for me. Then they would find out the gig that I had, and they want the gig. So the deal is you want these things, you come in and we're going to work to better your life. Mm-hmm. And um, I would see, I would say a good 90% come in. They start with AA. There's no coming in. You can't come in drunk. You cannot be stripping. Mm-mm. You're going to be here. You're not stripping. You're not working on the street. You're not doing any of that. Right. You're coming in to better your life. And I will tell you, Using uh, choreography as my vehicle to helping individuals find their value, their purpose, their balance was one of the greatest gifts I think in my life and that I gave to others and it was a very very difficult I mean I did that for years very difficult because people who are addicts they're a different they're a difficult demographic because they're struggling with so much right? And their habit of using to get what they want. And then you saying, well, you can't use. If you want this, you can't use. So you're going to have to determine how badly you want this. 90% though would decide, I want, I want to gig so bad. I want to dance so badly. All right, I'll go to AA.
0: And just to get into AA uh, or be part of that program, you have to admit you have the problem. Nobody's doing it for you. That's right. You're the one who decides I'm mm-hmm. an addict. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I've heard, you know, feedback on AA, both favorable and otherwise. Yes, and I, I think every, every, uh, outlet is going to have criticism. For the most part, I think they've been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, they've saved a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, whether or not you decide you're an alcoholic or a user, I mean, you can stop either way. Right. I've seen people stop cold turkey being in the industry that i'm in the music side of it obviously i've been on tour with a lot of people who uh i come across promoters Mm -hmm. djs uh performers Mm -hmm. you know all of them you know they're enablers and they're users a Mm -hmm. lot of times you know so it's always around right anything you want you can get absolutely and um a lot of them are functional Users, yes. yes, and they're not all fall-down sloppy drunks, or right. you know, you won't find them passed out in the back of a bus per se. But a lot of them just you know do enough to get by. Mm-hmm. Some are just recreational, and there's it, you know, it's people are people. There's no two are going to be alike. Mm-hmm. You're going to have different degrees of uh, use and varying degrees of um, results and consequences. Mm-hmm. Some end up dead, and some just say, oh, "I wanted to try it once or twice, and I walked away." Yeah. But, you know, addiction can also be, it's not just limited to alcohol and um Oh, it's food, drugs.
1: it's sex, it's right. television, it's your computer, it's... Oh
0: my God, the computer.
1: All of that. The devices, right? mm-hmm. the
0: apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all addiction.
1: That's correct. Yeah, and, and one thing I did learn with working with these individuals, it's a lot of what, I know people get tired of hearing this, but I have to say it again. Even working with this demographic, which I've done for 20 some odd years, it does come down to gratitude. Mm -hmm. If they lack gratitude for the life that they have, the opportunity to help themselves, the opportunity to take uh, ownership, ownership for the choices you've made, and to have gratitude for the opportunity to make change, you're, you're not making change. You're no. not going to go make change. You can go sit in AA as long as you want to sit in AA. It's it's not the sitting there in AA that's going to help you uh, over. I don't want to say overcome because you n- once an addict, always an addict.
0: Right. To help you
1: I'm manage
0: mm-hmm.
1: manage your life, manage the decisions you're making, and how to manage um, your thoughts and and your habits you know what you do when you're under pressure but i'm um, <clears throat> really grateful that i did find my niche as a choreographer and i would have never in a trillion years thought that that's what what my choreography would come to yeah. which is really working with so many addicts but the fact of the matter is many in that industry they're a, they're an addict at something not that's all true. of them but many so of them
0: what would you define as addiction would it be that you simply can't function without it you can't start your day without it you can't finish your day without it you know yeah you'll have physical um reactions without it
1: yeah addict again oh thank you okay an addict again is when you have to have that right you have to have it and Maybe I can make it through, uh, maybe I can make it through all day without having it, but when I get home, mm-hmm. I have to have that. So it's something that drives you. You make decisions based upon it.
0: Yeah, you, you, ro- you rotate your schedule. Yeah, around it. Yeah, right. you
1: live your life according to it. Well, really, it rules you. It rules right? you,
0: sure. Supersedes anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as. Um, as far as priority
1: mm-hmm. on your list. I w- was in a relationship with a man whom I will say, uh, you know, I've said this before, it took me a long time to really fall in love with someone. And I, I I would consider him as one of them that I have fallen in love with. And he was so good to my children, um, a good man, really good man. And, um, you know, in that in that relationship, he was triggered for, by work one day because he'd been sober for a long time. Triggered by work, he changed jobs and the pressure, and immediately, boom, just started drinking again. But it was really too bad because, you know, my, my youngest daughter became very attached to him. And as a single mother, I just couldn't bring an alcoholic no. into the family. Absolutely you absolutely know? But he now... Has been sober for again because you know it's it's a journey. Of course, his second time he's been now sober. I think four years. I'm really proud okay. of him. He's a good man. But that al- you know, alcoholics or addiction, it will own you. It takes your life. It ruins your life. It um takes opportunity and balance and happiness away from you. Sure, it's a it's a bad place to get, but. There is help. However, it's not just the action cuz I would talk to him about this all the time. Ta- mm-hmm. All the time you can't just say I'm going to AA. It's it's not enough. You have to go, you have to be there with the attitude of taking responsibility. Right. You know, gratitude for the opportunity to take responsibility and to manage your habits, manage your thought process, manage your life. Because you're not going to, you don't overcome. It's not something that just goes away.
0: No, you deal with it daily. They For say the one day at a time, sure. of
1: your life. Right. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, aside from the 12 steps, they have, um, not the atonements, but what do you call it when you go back and you fix things in your life that you... I don't know uh,
1: what they call that. Because I've been, because I used to go to AA with him to support him.
0: I was a sponsor, too, mm-hmm. as, you know, as a non-user or mm-hmm. a non, uh, non-addict. You know, I said, is that okay? They said, of course. Anybody could be a sponsor.
1: Yeah, because you're just, you're the support system. You're right. there. Instead of them making the typical decision they're going to make, hopefully they call you right. before they go make that decision.
0: Help me out, people. What's the uh, the term called for uh, when you make atonements? There's a certain. Yeah, word there is for a, it. a word for it. We'll put it in the comments or we'll put it in the captions yeah. when I find out. But uh, write in, help us out. Yeah. Ray and Show at gmail.com. Yeah. I'll send you something nice. I'll send you a tootsie roll. Oh! That was so random. Remember, remember tootsie rolls? I love them. Do you?
1: The only reason I don't eat them anymore is once you have one, take off the cap oh, in the back. No. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no. No boy, boy no. no kid. <laughs> oh, I love tootsie rolls.
0: Good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had uh, two specific uh, instances in my recent life where. Addiction has really, really hit hard. One was a bandmate, mm. someone I toured with and cared deeply for mm-hmm. and uh, he just couldn't handle yeah. this one particular demon, two of them actually. Mm. Um, and it got him basically fired mm-hmm. from uh, the situation we were in. And I implored him and begged him, you know to come to his senses after a disagreement he had with somebody. Mm. He wasn't hearing me because. It,
1: did he go drink after that, or what? What do you mean by that?
0: He was under the influence mm. at the time he made the bad decision to walk off of a job. Oh and, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it just wasn't. He, nothing I could say was gonna. know Was gonna bring him around because I was using logic and he wasn't thinking logically at the time. That's correct. Clearly, because it wasn't him doing the thinking. That's correct. And you know, I'm like, please don't do this. Why would you do this? And there was the only rhyme or reason was you know you're under that influence Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it cost him dearly he's come back around i think he's you know
1: yeah
0: off of that and doing really well good and uh you have to sometimes hit that rock bottom i know that sounds so cliche but it's true
1: but it is true yeah most people and i hate to say this with most everything but especially with an addict usually they have to hit complete bottom yeah You know the habit is well. I'll just, I'll just take a little drink. It'll be fine. It's just going to soothe me for a minute. Yeah. You know, just
0: until I uh, have to sell the guitar, or just until mm-hmm. I have to sell the car. But then I'll stop. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. the yeah, the concessions you'll make within your head. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, or I can stop. I've heard that. Yeah, I many.
0: can stop anytime I want.
1: Uh, Sydney, I can stop. Mm-hmm. Y- you can give me this gig. I right. can come in. I can dance. It's not a big deal. You know, I'm a social drinker.
0: Who are you trying to convince? You or me? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And
1: I said, well, well, great, that's fine You can be a social drinker, but as long as you want this gig These are the terms I'm not telling you you can't have it But these are the terms
0: And Mm -hmm. people out there who've had these addictions Whether or not you're struggling or you've overcome We'd love to hear from you Because, again, we're speaking as two people on the outside Mm -hmm. Because people have written in and asked us to talk about this So we absolutely welcome Mm. Implore you to weigh in and give your stories And we yes. can always do a follow up
1: Oh that would be lovely Yeah I would like that
0: All Right mm-hmm. the, uh, the second one was very recent And uh, it was over the summer mm. Somebody even closer to me mm-hmm. And uh, he unfortunately did not Get out from under his demons mm. And uh, it cost him his life Yeah. When I heard the very very sad news One morning when I woke up I was sad Was not shocked mm-hmm. I just I wasn't Unfortunately, I wasn't shocked, and I was like, well, it was coming. I was actually sadly expecting this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's the worst time to ever feel right about something. I know. But, um,
1: yeah, it's hard. I mean, again, um, I've deliberately, I mean, it's where I put myself, been mm-hmm. working with that demographic for so long that, uh, and with my table talk with Sid. Right. It was, it was such a beautiful thing, which I... I
0: love that show, by the way. Oh, you're sweet. I was one of those followers. You were? Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you had a lot of followers. You still do.
1: Mm. And mm. a lot of them, I'm going to tell you, was the addict community. I mm-hmm. um, had a lot of addicts that followed and recovering addicts. And, you know, it's a hard demographic, but I loved them. It, it would be... I say that. It's a love-hate thing, I think, mm-hmm. because loved... I love it. I get texts often from, you know, past uh, dancers or artists that said, Sydney, I've been mad at you for years, years and years, but I'm clean now. And it was that extra push, you know, of encouragement, meaning you can't gig. It's as simple as that. You don't get to have greatness when you're behaving. Your habits are less than mediocre, especially when you're a person that, has value. You're capable of having the things you want in your life, but those are not freebies. And you don't get to have those when something else is influencing your life, you know. But I'll get um texts regularly from people who have said, um, I've been mad I got one, let's see, three months ago from a girl. She goes, I've been mad at you for eight years.
0: Wow. Eight years. And they were holding on to that.
1: Mm-hmm. She goes, but I've had this realization I'm sober now, I've been sober for 24 months for two years. Good. and um, it was because I've been angry with you and once I had the realization that what you were asking of me was not for me, but was actually for the betterment of her. right. So I enjoy when I get those. Th- that makes it all worth all worthwhile.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like you know everybody has a story. And, um, some are easier than others. Some are very, very rocky roads. Um, I, like I said, I do have it in my family to an extent. The history of my family, nobody actively, thank God. Mm-hmm. But, um, I never really had the urge or the compulsion to try anything like cocaine or, um, anything of that nature. You know, right. kids around, in, you know, in our day, when we were in high school and whatever, they were smoking weed. Mm-hmm. It was so much different, I think, back then. I hear about some of the drugs they're mixing in with supposedly marijuana now, and it's like, my God, yeah. the fentanyl problem in the country. I mean, I don't know much about this at all, thank God. Mm-hmm. But apparently, you know, what they're doing is so much more. And I guess that's just the nature of maybe the drug culture. It's You, you ramp it up, you make it cheaper, yeah. it becomes more deadly. Cocaine became crack And, uh, you know, it just, it's horrific. I mean, I couldn't imagine, um, you know, being a part of that culture where, I call it a culture, it's not a culture at all, but just that horrible feeling. It has to be the most isolating feeling Yeah. until you get that support.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. So in Utah, I don't know if people know this, but it's one of the um, leading capitals for... um, like uh, rehab facilities mm-hmm. because they'll go put them up in the mountains.
0: You when know? you can't get to anything. Mm-hmm.
1: And Smart. I've had the privilege of going in as a speaker to several of them. And um, when I walk in, it's it's an interesting thing because here sit all these souls, right? All of them who are, they are looking, they're looking for happiness, they're looking for Forgiveness. They're looking for peace in their life. And this last group that I spoke to, man, there was a lot of them there, but it really is. I had a woman come up to me afterwards and I, again, I'm sorry. Gratitude. She said, Sydney, I had, until you brought it up, I didn't realize that gratitude is the vehicle. She said, if I can just work on finding gratitude, like, finding my gratitude for this opportunity to even struggle and finding my gratitude for the opportunity to improve upon myself, right? Mm -hmm. These things. She said, I I can't even believe it's like an awakening for me. I have control over my life and all I simply have to do is first work to find gratitude. And she didn't realize that it's not something she just talks about, that it's actually a feeling.
0: Right, You know, I've heard um, over the years, there's been, of course, I'm going to say an increasing debate because now debates, of course, are visual. We can see them online on our phones all right. the time. But, you know, addiction is obviously a problem. And you always hear the uh, opposing sides talking about addiction being a disease or a choice mm-hmm. that you make. You know, I think once you have it, it is a disease. But at some point, you do ultimately have to make the choice of picking up a drink. Right. You know, unless somebody's literally putting a gun to your head and saying, here, put this in your arm. Right. I mean, it is making a choice. Right. But it will develop into a disease. Yes. Some people say, well, it's in my blood. It's in my uh, history. I guess if you're a crack-addicted baby, you know, born to a mother who is, again, and if I'm talking out my ass, people, please tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, but it well, seems I'm going to
1: tell you. You're with a the community; they'll tell you
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: no right.
0: Problem. They won't have it exactly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it's both, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah and you make the choice, and then you're sick.
1: Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> also, after talking to this last woman at this last event that I spoke at, she said that she had that realization that. A lot of where she's having her hiccup is she is constantly looking at what's frustrating her, what she's not getting, what she's not good enough to get, um, what's been a problem for her, the short end of the stick that she was dealt the, Mm -hmm. what is it, the bad card or whatever. right? And she said, you know, Sid, I am going to take that next approach instead of spending my time and saying, well... I drink because my life is so stressful and people are this to me or that to me. Instead, she's decided that she's going to start looking at it as, wow, I have the opportunity to, even if I am frustrated, I have, I'm grateful I have a job, you know, and I have the opportunity to find a new job, those kind of things. And I did hear from her again. She's doing really well. I'm proud of her. and
0: awesome. And
1: she said it was really literally for her, because everyone's different. Right. But for her, it was just changing her point of view, which we've talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Her point of view and the things, her belief system that instead of, sorry, okay. Okay. Instead of believing that she's always struggling, believing she decided to begin to believe that she's always learning because we talked about its point of view. Yeah, you can struggle every day. Or you're being highly educated and you're learning how to overcome or you're learning how to manage your frustration or whatever.
0: All right. And there are people out there who can have a stressful day, have a drink or two, or go out one night and just get blasted and they're fine. Mm-hmm. And they won't do it again for six to twelve months. And you know, they just you hear about it. You know, again, I don't really think you can make a blanket determination on what constitutes an addiction of any type you know and yes. again we're leaning heavily on alcohol and drugs because of the most I, i'll call them celebrated
1: mm-hmm. you know <laughs>
0: most recognized mm-hmm. and addressed but you know food obesity yeah. is a huge problem in this huge country. huge problem
1: mm-hmm. um, porn e-
0: pornography can be if it's keeping you from work
1: mm-hmm. of or keeping you from getting closer in your relationship
0: if you're substituting that sure mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. um
1: you can have addiction to shopping. Oh yeah. Right? I mean <laughs> My God. anything Gambling. that uh uh-huh, anything that rules your life mm-hmm. that keeps you you from making stable, balanced decisions right. you may want to look at.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of unconventional addictions that maybe, you know, aren't as uh, as recognized. I mean, obviously, you know, technology has been a big one. You know, people... I mean, I can't get my daughter off of her phone if my life depended on it. It's like a morphine drip. It's like if I take it away, she stops breathing. Mm -hmm. It's like a fish out of water. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, things online. You mentioned pornography online. It's right there at your fingertips. Online gambling is on your phone. Mm -hmm. Sydney's addicted to coughing. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I thought I was going to make it.
0: You're doing great. Okay. Um, Yeah, gambling, obviously, is a big one. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's probably a million things, you know, you can make your priority. Mm -hmm. This is
1: funny. One of the comedians said, you know, uh, sex addicts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He goes, you've never heard a man. Let me think about this. You never think that someone's a sex addict. If you're getting ah, geez, I think it's. Maniscalco, is that sebastian his
0: name? maniscalco yeah, yeah it
1: does a joke on sex addicts the fact that no one thinks it's a problem right oh yeah you're not you don't have a sex you're not a sex addict you're single good looking and out having a good time but you're a sex addict if you're a guy who's married <laughs> i don't know anyway yes it's, it's stuff gist, that, yeah. yeah it's stuff that keeps you from doing things right, right that you choose That betters your life, that balances you out. It could be
0: board games. It could be, I can't Uh play Scrabble because it's keeping me from leaving the house.
1: Mm -hmm. Control addict. Someone that has to be in control of everything. Oh, yeah. You know? There's just, and again, life is about that. Finding balance, Mm -hmm. you know, and finding forgiveness, finding awareness, all these things. And life is always going to shovel us new stuff. Right. Because it's what keeps you on your toes.
0: What about the idiot box? the TV.
1: Oh, sure. Right. Well, that's now the phone the phone sure. and the computer cuz they're watching what they would have
0: watched on television. Yeah, yeah okay. you can you can leave the house now.
1: Yeah, and with it now.
0: Right, you have it on the train, <laughs> on the bus, yeah. Hopefully you're not driving while you're watching TV. Oh, no, they're
1: doing it like out in Utah. They right. had to do a uh what is it? PR?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a what is that called? Public service yeah. PSA.
1: Like announcement. That you cannot Zoom. (laughs) You cannot do a Zoom meeting and call in your car while you're driving.
0: Unbelievable. (laughs) You have to tell people this. Yeah, yeah. You can do a con call. You can talk to somebody. You can't be looking at the screen and looking at the road. And if they have to tell you that, you probably shouldn't be driving a vehicle. (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, you definitely should weigh in on this one. I think we're going to get a ton
1: I would love it. responses
0: mm-hmm. to this because, uh, like you said, it's touched almost every life that we know. Mm-hmm. And anybody out there suffering with this and struggling, please, as we mentioned, go get professional help. I mean, you know, we'll be here to support you.
1: Yeah, we're but, chatting uh, you about know, it. We're just, but we're
0: just hanging out and chatting. We're just giving our two cents. That's but you it. have
1: to have your support system. And yeah. I am going to make note of this because I've been doing this for so long. Just AA and then because I would have you know many of these dancers who were like well I'm doing AA but they don't use their sponsor or I'm using my sponsor I'm there but I'm not going to AA it's a program it's it's everything links to the next thing right. and doing half of your program or some of your program mm, it's it's not going to work it's like right. going to work some of the time doing your work halfway there uh, you're not going to be successful at it you're going to get fired right you know so it's the same same thing if you're going to do the program you want to help yourself you want to learn to manage your life and organize your thoughts you're going to have to do the program
0: absolutely not
1: one over the other
0: yeah and it's a continual you can, thing
1: sure. right. you don't go this week and then miss for 6 months no. and go again it's something you're committed to and everybody has a certain amount that should be gone to each week everyone's a little different but majority of the time you need to be going more than just once every two
0: weeks even once a week you know so make that your addiction so (laughs) to speak you know make that your new obsession
1: and everybody's different everybody has to organize that with their sponsor you know
0: it does seem like that does become the new addiction it the addiction you know the Mm. because an addictive personality really doesn't change but if you channel everything into the Mm -hmm. program
1: into the program it seems
0: like that that's why it works because they go some of them go every day
1: Yeah, some some do some go three days a week and again that's not for me to say right right it's that individual their support system and their sponsor
0: what you need to keep you on the on -hmm. the path yeah Mm -hmm. but uh yeah as I mentioned we, we can't encourage you enough to weigh in. Ray and Sid show at gmail.com. Hmm. Sid and I will be happy to uh, take... Oh, that hasn't happened since week three, and that happened to me. <laughs> you got she, the Ruby prize. It's cries.
1: done.
0: And they, oh, okay. it's okay. Look at that. Well, that survived. Mine jumped off and committed suicide.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah, but... Okay. Uh, okay. And it did. I, I made sure I, I put that out of its misery.
1: Is it okay? It's okay, Ray.
0: We were literally just about done. I was about to sign off, and that thing decided, no, I'm going to... Upstage him again.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Again. That's okay. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for indulging us and I hope we might have even if we touched one person tonight, yeah. um we are always here for you.
1: Mm. And we appreciate you very we much. We
0: do appreciate you. Dare to be better. With
1: Ray and Sid.
0: We'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay, stay inspired.
0: Hey, thanks for checking us out. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. (laughs) Say that five times fast. I could barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering. Thanks again.